Raisin Man Arena. Welcome to Raisin Man Arena. It's Wednesday, August 17th, and we got Carly Maruli here in the Raisin in the Raisin Cave. Thank Hello. you so much for having me. <laughs> wait, wait, you're having me. That's Bro, not right. You're fucking around. Oh my god. He's fucking around. He's already started. I know. I thought we'd ease into it, but Sam's already coming out with the big riffs. We warmed up a little bit before him. It's oh, true, yeah. it's true. Carly told us a scintillating story of how difficult it is to be at a bar by oneself as a woman without being approached by a, a strange man. It's a crime. But this time it wasn't a strange man. It was two friends of yours. Yes. Well, a friend and, and their partner, I guess. Huh. But um, yeah, it's uh, it, it made me feel crazy. I was trying to be alone, and I just couldn't be alone. Yeah, and they wanted to play cards with you. Yeah, Uno even, which I don't bar? know how to play. Yeah, I don't know. If I've I would forgotten know how to play that. Oh, to be a guy explaining how to play Uno oh, for the first time. What to a I woman. would give. Listen, what a, yeah, exactly I, I a dream come true. I wouldn't <laughs> let that happen. <laughs> what I would give. There's no way I would let alone that happen. Alone woman in the corner. You get to come up to them and explain Uno. Hey, how do the reverses work? <laughs> yeah. well, what? I mean, it's these four colors. I mean, you got you you got your partner. You guys go to the bar and you start to play Uno. Sure. What happened? In that relationship. Right. What went what wrong? Ha- what went wrong? There's, you're absolutely dead. Two dead fish. It's over and you're not going to make it. Yeah. You're not you're playing Uno at the bar. You and know, inviting it, people who you're not yeah. even really close oh, with bro, bro. to join. We all, we all know, hey, me and my partner saw you from across the bar. Do you want to come home with That's us? That's literally what happened. But this is fucking me and my partner from across the bar. We want to play Uno? Play Uno. There's nothing for us to do at home. We're not attracted yeah, to each other. Yeah, we don't want to have sex. We, I can, we can't get aroused by each right, other. There's we have nothing to we here. could do with you at home. You know, it, the, this, it touches a twinge of sadness because I know I could be like a game a game board guy sure. with a game board girlfriend board in game? like a different life. Did you See, mean board game? Game board? Board game? Mm-hmm. Can I can I reverse the words? Is still you still have time? Yeah, <laughs> if you do it within the next two minutes, it, <laughs> yeah. it will be it's entered like, in as a reverse. You send an email in Google, and then they're like, you can undo. unsend it really yeah. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's I the could be a board feature. game guy. Do you in like another board life. games? Yeah, I do. Wow, I like games in general. I do not. Yeah, Sam's the kind of guy you're at a party. He's like, let's read the rules of something, and then con- and then and contract the the scope of things we can do at this party. Yes. I love rules, activities, coaches, sports. That's such a waste of being with your friends. I know. Well, <laughs> I doing like I, a really structured game. The the cross I bear is that I surround myself with people who do not like those things. Right. Like I seem to be attracted to people for whom that's the last thing they want to do. So I live a life of sadness and alienation yeah well well, my ex-girlfriend loved games and i remember every time we'd be at a party she's like let's get a game going my mind i i could feel my brain like hurt i was like no it's such a crutch it's like i don't want to talk i don't know what to talk about i don't trust myself to be interesting exactly but you don't like like you don't have to talk that much but then every once in a while you can you can softball like an easy joke into the room. You can do that in conversation. You don't need there it's to be a It's a little board harder. Game. It's a little harder. I no, guess so. It's true. Once it, once the board game gets started, you can have fun. But, you know, you if it's a board game, like some card games, I hate card games. They're, I hate them. They're so hard to learn. They're so complicated. They are. They and are. the pictures on the cards, unless you're playing Magic the Gathering, which has cool photos. Sure. If you're playing with poker cards, it's like hearts, spades. It's like, I don't, 
This doesn't turn on my imagination. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's the Joker. The Joker does turn on my imagination. You and could, the King and the Queen, those turn on my imagination. You can look at those if you get bored. It's true. But, and you know, Jack. most card games, you're, you're not always looking at those. No. You get them every once in a while. That's right. And no. the Joker in a lot of card games, you take the Joker out. You take, yeah. It's not even part of the deck for most card games. Or it's if it's like a theme, if it's like a Garfield deck, it's like Garfield. That's true. Maybe that was the problem. Was that my girlfriend was playing with regular poker cards? We should have gotten a Garfield deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Garfield deck. yeah, the SpongeBob so deck. The SpongeBob deck. <laughs> Disney Universe. Yeah. I do. You guys ever play Magic: The Gathering? I had friends who were really into it in um, high school. Like my best friends really liked Magic, so I've I've probably watched many games be played, but I I don't know how to do that. Mm. And my current roommates also. Like really your current okay wow and i was like listening to them play a game the other day and i was like this i could <laughs> you never wanted understand. to go in with an ar-15 those are sam's words <laughs> <laughs> i don't necessarily that wasn't really the feeling i was feeling fair enough fair it enough. was more awe than anger awe. you were in awe like, wow. you heard them play magic awe. the gathering and you were like oh. I was like, you both have total command of what's going on here. What kinds of, could you paraphrase, what kinds of words were you hearing them say? I heard the word mana. Of course. Well, that's an easy one. Well, mana sure. is like an easy one. Right, but not something I say every day. No, I rarely say it. Do you do you play magic? Have you ever done that? <clears throat> no, my dad used to play with my uncle when I was Whoa. little. Um, I've never played it. It seems cool, but just also that's another thing those are the you got to buy a lot of decks well, who's in the case is carly yeah, okay yeah oh if you're in the chat I, I i realize no one in the chat has spoken because we haven't um given them permission to yet we, we haven't really started you haven't introduced me yes i did i said it was the first words out of my mouth that's true i guess you carly maruli uh author of the the viral tweet um Oh, my no. my no my that's not how it starts <laughs> author of the the recently viral tweet my peaky blinders <laughs> pilled boyfriend i couldn't sleep because my peaky blinders <laughs> pilled boyfriend his his um suspenders it's his like six I'm burning you know <laughs> it's like yeah it's such you a bad you have, to, you, have to, you have to give sam you have to give sam a little bit of, of a wide berth because he has dyslexia <laughs> yeah. yeah my peaky's blinders <laughs> pilled boyfriend i couldn't sleep because his six suspenders were clanking around in the dryer and that's that is that's the long version yeah. that is the really long yeah. version and it's not i wouldn't say it's viral yet how Fuck. many likes maybe like 5k 6k bro to me if i if i got 5k i, I would start that just shows that. you what yeah. that we're playing in different leagues yeah. you know yeah whoa time work whoa. with a lot of text magic whoa. okay yeah while, that, while you read that felipe <laughs> i'll say the thing is I, I, I i've already read it okay do you want me to read That's it out loud reading speed really i need he has f five minutes yeah. to read it that's that's how long it would take me to read Sam that gets thing extra time yeah I, I can tell you what it says yeah give me a summation and then i'm gonna say the thing i wanted to say about magic okay for so why your thing i brought is, it up your thing is queued up okay mm -hmm. i'm gonna read the comment in the chat first and then sam's thing is queued up something i learned as a loser child is that all the wizards of the coast card games i.e. magic, Pokemon, I didn't know Pokemon was Wizards Coast, have basically the same rules and you can mix them together and multiply the numbers and it works. So you could have a Pikachu in magic or you yeah. could bring a strange sandworm 
into Pokemon. You could bring a dark mage into Pokemon. A dark mage to fight with Squirtle. That's right. Huh. That's kind of cute. It feels a little lazy, if you ask me. Or a, um, I'm going to do one more. You could bring over a goblin mm-hmm. from Magic, and it could fight... Um, the, uh, Blastoise? Sure. I don't know any of the... What's the one that looks like a little plant in a pot? Oh, yeah. He's like a little potted plant guy. A little potted plant? Something, but in... in so Magic, there are some things that are creatures, but then there's some things that are spells. So you could also cast like Insomnia Sisters on a, a Rhizoid. Or wait, wait, so was this a thing you had queued up? No. Well, you got. I'm still riffing on this thing. You no, cast. you had a thing queued up. You can't riff on this thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the thing, let me. We're still in this thing. Let though. me. We yeah, we're still in this thing. And let this. I'll de- allow it. Let this detonate your in your head, Flippy, because I think this is, is this is funny. Okay. Which is you can cast, you could cast a Daughters of Autumn spell on a Snorlax. Don't you think that's like a? It's a. It's that's a funny. it's a spell on a Pokemon, you know. So he like flies away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, yeah. what happens? What happens to the Snorlax? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure, that's funny. Keep in mind, there are Pokemon that cast spells. No. Psychic type Pokemon. Don't they just fight like dogs? But but spells aren't no. their own cards in Pokemon, right? That's a good point. Are they? I don't know anything about Pokemon. No, I, can't I thought remember. you mi- got the two little cats or whatever, and they like fought each other physically. <laughs> no, no, no. Sometimes <laughs> like Pokemon. I mean, you know, when when Pikachu shoots electricity, that's a spell in a mm-hmm. sense. Let's see. In Pokemon, those are trainer cards. Interesting. Uh, I see. You guys see that uh, Dragon Ball Z is in. Um, Oh, by the way, this is... I'm sorry, but both of you guys, when you breathe into the microphone, it's very audible. Okay. So when you're not speaking into the microphone... You remember you remember Chocolate Rain, Tazon Day? Yeah, where he, he, he leans away from the mic to take a breath. Yes, yes. But when you're talking to the microphone, like this. <sighs> hmm. okay. So talking happens right here, and then yeah. breathing. Like Tazon Day. Like Tazon Day. That's right. Chocolate Rain. I, when I... My brothers played Magic the Gathering, and I loved the art so much. The art I, is super cool. Yeah, I just wasn't even interested in really in how the game worked. I just wanted to look at the cards and imagine worlds where the, these things existed. And that was fun enough. And also, in Magic, they have quotes at the bottom oh, I didn't know that. of every character that's like supposed to be from some person in the world, and it's like descriptive of the card. And I always thought that was like an interesting feature. Like, mm-hmm. from like... The world like of magic. Like Eleanor Roosevelt or like, like a made-up quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a Martin real Luther quote. King. Yeah. It's mostly civil rights stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the vibe of this card. Yeah. <laughs> it's like civil um, rights. So there was like a card I remember really vividly that's about... the. It's a creature and it's a really big worm. Ooh. Um, And the quote is like... I'm a worm. <laughs> and, and it's and it's a picture not of the worm itself, but of three people, three elves, I think. They're like in a cave and there's like outside of the cave you see the body of a worm. And then and the quote is like they went into the cave to let the worm pass by and they came out a thousand years later. Wow. So the idea is that the worm is so big. Ah, uh, that it took it took a thousand years for it to, to pass. 
to pass by oh, the cave. I see. I see. <laughs> to get, to get around, you have to walk around. Them, it yeah, it keeps. It actually keeps circling around. It's not that big, but it keeps going and, around. And, and around. that, right. as like a eight-year-old, maybe I was like, That's "Whoa, yeah. yeah, yeah." It's interesting to get serious for a moment that the card doesn't. It doesn't. Um, you don't feel like it's an icon of the worm. It's actually a narrative illustration that's actually seen through the eyes of a different character. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Yeah. And I thought Magic: The Gathering was like ten miles ahead of Pokemon for mm-hmm. those those types of reasons. And and remember that guy on Reddit who would like go to Magic tournaments and he would take pictures of people whose like ass cracks were out. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, he mm-hmm. got like banned from Magic tournaments because he kept really? doing that. Yeah, that's funny. And they could recognize him. Yeah, I guess they caught him. You know, I, taking pictures. Of I like to friends. imagine guys like Magic the Gathering guys seeing him, and being like, "Hey, what are you doing here, buddy? Hey, buddy, you know, just about like to take some pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they know him. On Real site. funny. You have, you're having fun. You having fun, buddy? <laughs> why don't you Why don't you step out? <laughs> yeah, they strong arm him. Yeah. They, they but kick him in the chest backwards yeah. out the door. They punch him in the chest and then they break their hand. That's oh. right. They show him like a card of a spell. Yeah. And he's yeah, scared yeah. He, he flies backwards yeah. out of the community center. <laughs> did you see that? Wait, I was. did I say this already? That Dragon Ball Z is on Fortnite? Bro. Sure. You don't care about is this? Is that... No. I, the, the most recent Dunkey, video game Dunkey video, is about... Um, Smash Super Smash Brothers and how it's like merged with all these other like the Disney universe. No, no, they made they made this game called Into the Megaverse or something that's like a version of Super Smash Brothers with all of these um Warner Brothers properties. So you can mm. have Bugs Bunny It's like Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, but then they have weird ca- like who's the who's they the have like Game of Thrones characters. They have Game of they have who's like Whoa. LeBron James. Lebr- you can have Bugs Bunny fighting LeBron James or LeBron James fighting um That's Samsa or whatever. Random. Isn't that random as hell? It's like LeBron James is a real guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can have him fighting like Squirtle or whatever. Yeah. That's, yeah. Re- that's really funny. Do you it think is they funny. did it for the random factor? They were getting a little random with it. Definitely. For sure. You know, well, it's like everyone, these companies have all of these IP, so they're like, totally. let me just put them all into Smash. And everyone loves Smash Bros. And it's like, what's that game where you can play with like the Wii Fit trainers? You can fight with them. That's Smash Bros. Oh, totally. Okay. You can have Wii. Like, that's random. That is random. Well, Smash Bros, the joke about it, it's got so many characters. Exactly. That they're getting into random territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now you can now Goku can um, can hit the Dougie That's on right. Fortnite. That's, That's great. That's right. Um, and now, um, uh, what's his name? Give me another guy from Dragon Ball. Um, well, Vegeta's in there too. <laughs> Vegeta is a name of a character. You guys have never seen Dragon Ball Z? No. no. Vegeta. Vegeta. Well, Goku's. <laughs> it sounds like what a bully would call your vagina in <laughs> totally. like middle school. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds like an English, um, like snack food. Or like uh, Vegeta. Vagina. Wait. Well, now Vegeta can whip and nay nay. <laughs> That's right. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Hit the gritty. Exactly. Bulma's in there. She's oh, Vegeta's shit. wife. <laughs> if I were, if I could play as LeBron James, I wouldn't have him fight any of the the Looney Tunes characters. You, I would just have him fight LeBron it James. Be fair. It wouldn't be fair. <laughs> That's it right. Be fair. Yeah, I'd have, I'd do normal things. I would like eat meals as him and do nice kind you of things. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they can't like, well, they should let you do that. <laughs> they should let you go into the bathroom at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If anything, I would if I I'd play basketball as LeBron James. But you can't. It's a Super Smash Brothers <laughs> game. Well, 
I would um I would like a go talk to dream. my accountant about my finances. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my stocks. <laughs> That's true. I would in- invest in crypto. Mm. LeBron. I was reading that LeBron James has his own like stylist, of course. But then there's like the whole team of people that are like hired to create the LeBron James image and then there it was an article in style like what he physically looks like what he physically looks like and like the things he's into and I guess the kinds of what so they come in they're like you're gonna be into motorcycles yeah Yeah. and the the article was like (laughs) the guy who manages LeBron James is changing style in like the the basketball world I guess. Really? So it wasn't even about LeBron James. It was about his like stylist. Because people are wearing what he's wearing. I guess so. And I and I honestly don't remember what world it was. I don't think it was the basketball world. It was something more global than that. But it sounds the world. Cr- it sounds crazy <laughs> if it just says changing style more global. in the world. It <laughs> definitely wasn't the, the title of the article. <laughs> in the world <laughs> what if he was uh, wearing something really silly and everyone started wearing that mm-hmm. yeah how about that well he's only gonna wear hardcore some, tees some pe- sometimes yeah. stylists <laughs> miss he's straight edge yeah straight edge lebron <laughs> he wears like wrist cuffs yeah <laughs> candy bracelets yeah. he wears those like flat like patrick stump baseball hats wait what are those like the guy from fallout boy i think oh is straight it like out. the kind that um that like it's like Eminem a conductor's wears? hat kind of the one that Eminem wears yeah i think so they're like they have a, a brim, but mm-hmm. they're flat at the top. Yeah, 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 like that. St- yeah. Stylists can, can miss Gage. for sure. Like when when at the Super Bowl, did you guys see what the that guy who was playing for the Cleve, I mean the Cincinnati Bengals, what he wore into the stadium? He remember. had like a Williamsburg like. Um, with a big hat, like a big, like flat brim, <laughs> a three sixty like, brim. I hate those. The yeah, like Yankee. <laughs> no, no, no. You not saw a, the same, the same video I did. It was like a hat that's like that you see on like Third um, Avenue in like Williamsburg. That sure. like Williamsburg gays wear. The Smokey the Bear hat. Yes, the, the Smokey the Bear hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate. That and I was so like, much. bro, that is a miss. And I like he was tight, skite jeans, tight jeans. Yeah, jeans, me too. The little like boots, the little, like, little suede boots. boots. He looked like that meme where those the the TikTok gays like are walking. Yeah, they're like oh the the, the gays who walk. The gays who, who walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm too far. Sometimes you're doing this and you're talking. Well, I haven't been talking until now. You're. Okay. okay. <laughs> you're, you were responding to Sam like. All right. Just keep in mind. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. This guy's looking like the gays who walk. Yep, that's right. <laughs> this MF's looking like the gays who walk. I yeah. think that's the worst way to dress, personally. I think it looks really bad. Me too. Yes. Me too. When I see people in Love Island and um, F Boy Island like dressing with those like Smokey the Bear hats, I'm like, what? How could you like be into someone who's wearing one of those? <laughs> totally. I in, just, like, Williamsburg, I'll see like especially women wearing those. I want to like slap them off. Totally. They're Wait, so bad. I want to see if I can find this photo. I found. I saw this photo of Bam Margera like back in 2002 wearing one of those. No, but I was just thinking like you know how the 2000s are coming back. Sure. But I was like, this thing that he's wearing will not come back. Or like the shit he used to wear. Let me see if I can pull some of this shit up. 
Um, this isn't. This is like a version of it. Wait, let me see if I can. Uh, He's wearing the big skate shoes, the big ones. Do you see? Wait, let me just drag them. Oh, the like scarf. Yeah, like a scarf. I feel like only he did that. Is that just him? Only like like that. He's wearing like a scarf and like a ton of bracelets, Mm -hmm. and then a vest over like a purple. A purple. Can you scroll it up so we can see his outfit a little more? Scroll it up. Oh yeah. Wait. Let's see if I can get onto the article. I think parts of that are kind of back. You think so? I think I've seen the layered shirts. It's like a hard rock. Yeah. Where's the photo? Photo's gone. I mean, you can't see more than this of his outfit. I mean, I guess. Yeah. You see? Like that. I mean, it looks like shit. He's wearing like a lot of, a lot of necklaces or maybe like, yeah, one or two. The shirt has this really like busy design. He's got a black like vest that's a little. Uh, it's very like mall core. Yeah, and I'm like, this won't come back. But yeah. you're just saying he was the only one who dressed like this. It's kind of like um, Brett Michaels. Yeah, a you bit. know, like it's poison. Like a lot of accessories. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Acid wash T-shirt. Totally. <clears throat> Totally. I think that's kind of sick. I I hope to be like a hard rock cafe guy when I'm in my <laughs> when I'm in my sixties yeah. <laughs> and wear like bandanas on my head all the time. Totally. Yeah. You should get gauges. <laughs> yeah. Like solid black gauges. Totally, yeah. totally. And wear like eyeliner and a little vest. But then you get your eyeliner tattooed on. Yes. Because it's not going to go out of style. Yes. And have like really, <laughs> really long graying hair that I dye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but you, but that's not coming back. No. It's not coming back. Because certain fashions come back. I think, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That one to me is a little like Nashville. It's, it's like hard rock, but like the pop that's the, the, Early 2000s that's coming back is more like poppy, I think. It's a little more like L.A., like Paris Hilton mm. type stuff. Pink of I think you're right. Yeah, I think that's most of it. I have seen whispers of that kind of fashion come back. Where <laughs> what like, are the whispers? Like rhinestone you saw crosses. Like a on a like little a Johnny Depp walking down the street. Yeah. Well, you know who, <laughs> you know who actually <laughs> dresses like that a little bit like is Matt. Who? Matt Constantino. No, your friend Matt. Oh, he wears like shirts that have designs that are like yes, like that, bootcut jeans and like a tap out shirt. What's like tap out? Ed Hardy shirt. Yeah, Ed Hardy type shit or designs that like feel like Walmart Ed Hardy or something. Mm-hmm. They're like um, Studded. they're tribal. Oh yes, yeah, tri- tribal. tribal stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm right here. No, you're going. They're tribal. They're tri- like this. <laughs> Fine. I'm I trying disagree. to do it. I'm trying to do it on the sneak, so it doesn't even the you're, listener you're doesn't not even know. Doing anything sneaky. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you in a way that's not that's quiet. Well, I feel like my my riffs are maybe a little cut off, but is that important? Absolutely. When I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't you know. Just, you can just bring the pivot. Carly. Carly's one of the most seasoned stand-ups in our scene, so she knows. I trust that she knows how to hold the mic. I think all the important it's, stuff is getting into the mic. It's true, but the difference is that in stand-up, the audience is there with you, so they can hear also your voice a little bit. Mm. But you can't hear how you're it's sounding. True, yeah. Everything that's being captured is just through the mic. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> Guys. Stop <laughs> breathing into the microphones. Uh, uh, getting 
the message that Sam is is transmitting. <laughs> <laughs> you can get to grab the third mic next time. I'm gonna grab a banana. Uh, For sure. You can anytime you want. You can just get up and do something. I was going yeah. to. All right, cool. Um, Eliza one 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 two is saying happy episode one hundred. Is that? factual today is episode no 100 way. yeah now we were gonna maybe do something for it but we gotta do 100 topics real quick i know we gotta do the uh 100 questions lightning. like what happened the last year 100 things that happened in the last well, year lightning round. craziest shit that happened to you the last year exactly um but uh, sarah is away she's at a, at a lake house man That's i am right. so jealous it looks awesome it looks incredible but so we i was like well and we didn't really plan anything so, you know, I kind of lied in the 100th episode. Maybe next, maybe on 101, we'll do a kind of celebration or something. 101? Yeah. Because... So the next episode? Well, when Sarah, when Sarah's here, That's we'll celebrate. not bringing like a kind of festive party vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I was just told it's the 100th yeah. episode. <laughs> well, no, now, me too. I forgot it was the 100th episode. I texted, we should do shots. Yeah, let's do shots. Let's do shots. <laughs> Um, some no. Kahlua. Let's do Coke. <laughs> Let's do some Coke. Um, Let's do a hundred lines of Coke. That's right. Yeah. Oh, well, I texted you and Sarah. I said it's one hundred. Let me see what I said. It was kind of funny, actually. Well, um, Alexander Laird is in the chat. Reason. Hey, hey. Hold in. It would be funny if we, when we brought you on the comp, a podcast, we like made you get really high, and it was like getting Whoa. dug with high. You know, yeah, getting dug with you, high. You had to do like a dab. That or would something. be so sick. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with like the blowtorch mask on, yeah, making exactly. me do a dab. So, uh, yeah. so I said next week equals 100. So I said this on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Next week equals 100th Raisin Man episode. Sam said, "Woohoo!" Sarah said, "I'm glad this morning's wasn't 100." And Sam goes, "Ha ha 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 ha!" And then I said, "Should we do something cool?" No response. Wow. Until yesterday, when Sarah said, "I can't do the podcast tomorrow. I'm still going to be at the lake. If you want to get a guest." That's so where I come in. So I even pitched the idea of doing something cool, but it didn't seem to... I couldn't get quorum. What What would you have pitched? What was your... Yeah, I wouldn't say that was more? a pitch. Yeah, that was like a... <laughs> I at least wanted a yeah! And then yeah. I would have been like, let me think about what that could be. Mm. It's, you know, it's like, sure, I could have come in with a more formed thing, mm -hmm. but I think we all are a little uh, reticent to put in too much effort to this. And so I think when I didn't get the enthusiasm, I thought, it was kind of a pass to do what I already wanted to do, which was not think about the podcast until next, until this week. Okay. But what would we have done? Yeah. What, what's on the table? What's like a fun 100th episode? We could have done a clips episode, but there's no way I'm going through all the episodes and clipping out funny parts. That, that would have been a crazy that's a nightmare. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. Uh, we could But if Sarah and I had wanted that, would you have done it? <laughs> A no. montage. <laughs> you know what? It just, it's like such a. It's a hype. You guys would not have wanted that. In fact, it you didn't even e answer to my text <laughs> saying, never, "Should we do something cool?" It would never even have occurred to us that that was possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like there are clips. We like, didn't what? even get past the first hurdle of excitement about the idea. No, you couldn't get enough support behind you. No, and second, we could have done what that. What are you talking about? <laughs> we could have done that thing we used to do, where you're like, phone lines are open and open up a Zoom. Which we did one time and it worked pretty well. Except oh, yeah. We could have just said, like, call in. And we could have just put one of our phone numbers out there. Well, you know, in. there's actually better to do it with a Zoom link because you don't want to just give your phone number out to strangers. I guess. Right? Sure. Sure. But, uh, you know, Sarah's not here, so it's a moot point. You know, I, I would rather celebrate the milestone with her. No offense, Carly. 
so I think that's okay I'm normally not here yeah you know so I think I'm fine just being like it is the 100th episode you know it's like when you're not around for your birthday party you're like I know my birthday is you know in January but I'm not gonna be here so maybe in February let's have a dinner Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm right yeah or people wait till the summertime to do it Sometimes. Their birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like trying to think. I'm trying to expand this into yeah, a topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my birthday's in December, but I wait until the summertime. <laughs> yeah, what else do they do? Um, <laughs> what do they do? Um, August is a lot of birthday months. A lot of people are having their birthday. My birthday's coming up. That's right. It what is. did you guys get me? I got you something really fun. I've been excited about it for a long I time. I know. Carly got me something. I got you uh, anal beads. Ah, yeah, already in you, bro. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Slip them in. And doing surprise. He's gonna like pull them out. Like, yeah, blink, 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 blink. Yeah, that would. Hey, could start could start a new stage in my life. That's right. Where you always have anal beads in. Yeah, like, <laughs> I ten got of them. them. Yeah, before I leave the house, I go to a party. Whoop. They're in. I bought you like a big appliance you put in your room. You can put in the middle of your room. I love that. Yeah, more <laughs> like, stuff that can go under my bed. <laughs> yeah, just, a big thing that steams your shirts. Just something that is shaped like an L that can go under my bed, and I can't pull it out because it always gets caught on the other side. Yes, Ooh, exactly. And it gets really hot. Yeah, it heats up, and it fills with dust and like humid humidity. And then when I move, it's just going to be like this grimy L-shaped thing underneath my bed. Totally, and there's bugs all over it. Yeah. If if or a plant, if you really want to like make flea based play life worse buy him like a huge plant that he has to take care yeah. of that just dies it's just gonna die over the course of two years and <laughs> yeah, they're exactly. all looking pretty good the plants in here bro i don't take care of them who's taking care of these plants will takes care of those ones i take care of that one nice i had a i had a pothis plant in my room and uh it was it just drained morale in the room because i was just seeing it die slowly so every morning you just reminded a live thing is a living thing is dying in your room which and is your which fault. is really yeah. telling because like that's a pothos the one i take care of up there and it requires almost no upkeep i know and you know what like sure okay oh it's all for felipe he's negligent and da, 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 he killed his plant but i also feel like well i kept it as much as it i was told more or less what were you told twice a week watering it and then will kept being like you're overwatering you're overwatering it you're overwatering and then and then i started like watering it so little because that's all he would say is you're overwatering it and then it was still dying so whether i watered it or not watered it it was just dying all the time Mm. and i don't think it was i think it was the fault of something else that wasn't me i think it's probably your fault it was the mosquito (laughs) will (laughs) takes that see that plane over there carly yeah it has like little it had little bugs on the leaves that's what happens with plants you get bugs on them yeah but these ones were like inside of the leaf that like were these little bumps that appeared on the leaves they didn't even really look like bugs so will started like every saturday taking the plant into the middle of the room and washing each leaf with like a a serum and it was like a truth serum a truth serum And it was like, he was like, <laughs> he asked the bugs, how'd you get in here? Yeah. <laughs> what are you Take doing? me to your leader. <laughs> no, show me the biggest yeah. bug. It was like watching, like he was basically had like an old man. It's like having an old man in the house that you have to like bait sponge bath. Oh no. Like every Saturday. So how long did you do that for? I think he still is doing it. That's insane. Occasionally I still Can see Can I be honest here. with you, Sam? Yeah. 
I've never seen Will put the plant in the middle of the room. Yeah. Does he do that or does he wash it right here? He washes it. He puts it on the table in the middle of the room and washes it. Where am I when this is happening? I don't know. I don't know. Probably on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Saturdays I climb. Saturdays you climb. So maybe I'm so climbing. You're climbing. He's washing the plant. That's right. <coughs> let's well, let's take let's take a this look. basically rocks. Let's take a look at the news of the day. Every day, the New York Times is really punishing me with like updates about extreme weather events, mm-hmm. and it's it's giving me a sense of the world ending. Well, that's funny because when I am at the gym, um, they play like every news channel like on a different TV. Mm-hmm. So there's like twenty TVs, and they're each like labeled with like the channel that it's like always on. Yeah. So there's like Fox, CNN, CNBC, yeah. ESPN, um, and news is really crazy. Like, uh, like on Fox. wait, wait, hold on. The news is really crazy. Listen to this. Yeah, the news is really crazy. It, like, ha- like especially Fox. Like every single like new item that they move on to is like alert, like disaster at the border, and it's just like probably what would be like a normal piece of news in any other outlet. You know what I mean? So what yeah, yeah. So, so what you're saying is that the New York Times. You know, once Trump got out of office, New York Times, like, how are we going to keep everyone's heart rate up? Mm-hmm. Not to say that climate change isn't real, because it is. And the world is ending in a sense, right? But, but there are What's many... What's your point? Uh, just that, uh, you know... Uh, There's like a fabricated kind of disaster mindset. I'm right at the no. mic. Get- no, it's right I'm here. right at the mic. Imagine that it's, uh, it's an eye that you're... Speaking I, I know the mic get is picking up my voice at this distance. <laughs> I just know it. Okay. Get to your point, Felipe. What yeah. is my point? My point? Hakuna Matata. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Alright, let's go back to Carly. No, you know no, you know what I'm saying? It's no. like, okay, yes, okay, shit is bad for sure. A hundred percent. Right. And also the fact that the New York Times wants you to feel like a heightened level of anxiety. Right. You know, dare I say, whether or not I feel excited about this will does not make a difference. I cannot change it. Uh, about the climate? Yeah. I feel like you do feel anxiety about that. No, I've chosen to be Hakuna Matata about it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, cool. And Fair so I'm saying like, yes. Despite the What's my, my point is just, yes, okay, the New York Times is saying that these things are happening, but the New York Times has an interest, the same way that Fox News has an interest in making you feel like a heightened level of whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know. How do, I, how do you square that with the problem of truth? Yes, it is true in an objective sense, but also your anxiety is also like an artifact well, like of these, of these outlets, you know, incentive and, and structure. Wouldn't a major news outlet be invested in making you not worried about climate change? You would think. I would think. No, because news outlets, get, when you're anxious, you consume the news more. Maybe. I don't know. Sure, you That's consume the news more, but if you're not anxious about climate change, you're like buying things more, which they're also interested in making you do. Why, why does the New York Times care if I'm buying pants? Because they have like advertisers and like hmm. stuff like that. Hey, that feels... You know? That feels like, like maybe too. Like, that feels too roundabout of an incentive structure. I don't think so. Let's if say they like, sell the ads, what is... It? I don't know if you've all these like retail advertisers in like the New York Times and the New York Times is like, save your money. Don't uh, don't buy like new shit. It's wasteful. No, because the no, because the New York Times like the world is ending. Spend it all. 
go to Urban Outfitters and get yourself that nice thing. We're gonna die tomorrow. So I don't what think does that's their play, though. I don't think that's their vibe. So you're you're saying that like the CEO of uh, PepsiCo is yes. coming to the New York Times and it's like, hey, you gotta chill with the climate change stuff because people are buying less Pringles. Maybe. What do you think about that, Sam? I think that's possible. Does that sound like a correct analysis of how this business would? Well, it's in. Carly has a kind of global sort of holistic perspectives where the captains of industry are all talking to each other. In like one big okay. long conference <laughs> yeah, table. Exactly. Yeah. It's like Pepsi, Urban Outfitters, <laughs> yeah, exactly. New York Times. Yeah. New York Times. Poshmark. Yeah, Poshmark. The places where I spend money. Shein. Shein.com. And then Isn't it Shine? It's Warby Shein. Parker. Oh, it's Shein? Yeah. And Oracle. And um, uh, Grailed. Grailed. That's right. Mm-hmm. They're all at a big And Tenant, the so, skate shop. Yeah, so her, her, <laughs> the last guy. They're all talking to each joy. other in like a big room. And in Felipe's world, the, the sort of locuses of power are more dispersed and less coordinated. Correct. And everyone's yes. kind of out for their own skin. But there is le- there's less coordinated. And I think the, the actual reality is probably somewhere between it's my perspective middle. and your perspective. It's always in the middle. Ah, why yeah. didn't I think of that? It's in in, the in my picture, too, they all have little devil horns. Mm. <laughs> it's like white yeah. guys in suits, but they have little devil horns, yes. too. Yeah. Um, well, in any case, let's take a look at the news. Harriet Hagman defeated incumbent Liz Cheney in Wyoming's GOP House primary. I heard about this. What do you guys think about that? Um, are I, they both conservatives? They're, they're both R. They're both R. They're both, right. <laughs> both yeah. R. R. Big time. Big time. Big time. That's not up for debate. They're both R. 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 They're both very R. Right. We lost uh, one R. We got another R. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's about the stories about Trump's like influence in the in the Republican every primary. election it comes down between an R and an F. That's right. <laughs> it's either gonna be an R. It's either an R or an, or an yeah, F. So D the stories about F. Trump's influence over the Republican Party, right? Wait, and so what? And so what? <laughs> So to get back to serious stuff, <laughs> it's about Trump's influence over the Republican Party and whether he's going to run again in 2024. So, wow. so, so this means that Trump is influential, and he's running. This means Trump won. He's, he's influential, he's back, baby. He is influential. I, we don't know if he's running because yet. Liz Cheney, one of his cronies, because all the people that watch MSNBC they love Liz Cheney, right? Because she's like she's like holding it down for is them she and never Trump Republicans. Dick Cheney's daughter. She's something to Dick Cheney. Who knows? I think she's his granddaughter. I think it's impossible to know. It's, there's no way to there's know. There's no way to know what her relationship is to Dick Cheney. Right. I think she's his daughter. I think she's just a fan. She changed her last name <laughs> was, to Cheney. She like she's like, the, she's like those people that change their name to like John Harry Potter Smith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's she, it. Wasn't she like a daytime talk show host? Megan McCain. Megan McCain. That's, that's Megan McCain. Of. My father. She does that. She talks about her dad. My father, really? Yeah, when she's like invoking the military or like the old kind of like the establishment Republican. Oh, you got to yeah. do the meme from Mean Girls. My dad invented what did Toaster Strudel. Toaster Strudel. My dad invented being prisoner of war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He got caught. He got caught. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Okay, so so Harriet Hagman. Hagman. Yeah. Uh so I think Trump's kind of back in a big way. It's is sort of the thing. I Except think he's back. He's been drumming up all kinds of support. Yeah, but the FBI just did. They just went to his house. Did a raid. Did you see that theory that? Um, What's the theory? Um, uh, Trump's ex-wife's coffin is like full of documents I did that he didn't want that. them to find. 
Is he has it her coffin? She's like buried on the grounds of of Marlo. They dug up her body. No, but people. That's are why this they is should. just a theory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you get okay. a warrant to dig up a body? Um, probably not, or it's probably really hard, which is more reason to put classified that documents in That would be the one place coffin. where you could put it. Someone on Twitter was saying there were like 10 pallbearers for the coffin, and she was like a 75-year-old tiny lady. Why so many pallbearers? Right. Why was it so heavy? And they were all Ghanaian. Mm. They were all Ghanaian. <laughs> and they were like the dancing. <laughs> they took like one step forward and two steps. <laughs> yeah, the Ghanaian uh, funeral. <laughs> yeah. They're like spinning her collar around. <laughs> They're like on one knee, like bouncing up and down. <laughs> that um, too, that, yeah. Do you think you can get a warrant from a judge to... um? open the door when someone's in the bathroom <laughs> without knocking if someone's taking a long time and they're in the big <laughs> yeah. handicap stall and because that would be the one place where you could put documents in the bathroom with you if you're in there because then the fbi comes like i'm in the bathroom i'm pooping right and you stay in there for like five years you can all the documents <laughs> like, sorry i'm still in the i'm still in here you need the well, uh, on the daily it said that donald trump would flush documents down the toilet the, yeah i saw pictures which is of, really like little funny. ripped up yeah. pieces of paper with handwriting wait, wait, wait he did that yeah yeah but they found some documents. Well, no, they found like, like the remains of them. While he was president, I think he would have a this. He would like rip up papers all the time, rip up documents, and they're like, "No, you can't do that. That's for like the National Archive or whatever." And then he was, but he would still aides would follow him around and like tape pieces of paper back together that really? he'd rip up. And then he'd sometimes take documents, he'd flush them down the toilet, wow. which is so funny. It's like a kid. Charlie Sosnick was saying that that's like a like a cool like old school way of doing business. Like one of your aides like hands you like a something to deal with. Like a piece of paper, yeah. and then you finish the task, and then you just rip it up, <laughs> totally and you keep done. going with your dad. You rip it up, that's yeah, done. yeah. Well, we've all had you that throw problem. It in your aid's face, that's right. like You're confetti. Like, that's done. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever have like a desk or something, it just gets filled up with papers. Totally. And then you're like, what are, are these important? Are these not important? Them around forever. And then every once in a while, you gotta be like, you know what? They all go in the trash. I don't even have the time to figure out if any of these are important or not. You I just lose need... your patience with them, even though they might be important. Maybe you should file them. It's true, but in the government, you can't do that. Why? Well, because every paper is like, you know, supposed to go in the archives or whatever. But, you know, you know, Trump just had a desk full of papers and he was like, you know what? Spring cleaning. Uh, I don't sure I maybe need this check from two years ago, but let me just throw in the trash. Now. Right. There's like McDonald's fries. Yeah. All he's, over them. he's like, it's been long enough. I'm not going to return that shirt. So I don't need this receipt. Let me just throw it away. Yep. Yep. This is kind of a funny riff. A little bit. Yeah, sure. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm still thinking of. How funny it is to like have an agreement like between nations or like just some legal document. You're like, I don't like this, and you're like <laughs> ripping it up. Yeah, it is really cool. And do you like bring them? Do you wait until you have to go to the bathroom and you bring them all in and you do like a like yeah. a big purge? <laughs> yeah, and do you do you poop on top of them? <laughs> yeah. So then no one can grab them because they're grossed out. Yeah. He probably did the thing where he was like, you know what? I think this agreement. And he like yeah. put any wipe. He, like he wiped, wiped himself. Yes. And then he like. Balls. <laughs> yes. This is what I think of the agreement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he showed it to Angela Merkel. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? Wasn't the thing about the FBI that he was selling nuclear shit to the Saudis? Yeah, or like that's giving what it to them. That's what he was doing? I, I think that's what he was doing. That seems kind of risky. 
Yeah, I don't quite. I mean, we could look into it, but let's just kind of imagine, try to figure it out from the knowledge we have. How on much it. would you sell a, one nuclear code yeah, to like, the Saudis wh- for? How much would you ask? $800? Well, this is more I'd the question. for one of those islands that they're making. What are the, the, nu- what are the, nu- what are the nuclear secrets? Like, imagine you're the Saudi government. And they're just like, like the codes. But what are they going to do with the code? Launch all the, the payload. No. Because you need to, the, you need to be in the U.S. I thought it was more like how to make nuclear stuff. And they then, know how to make so? nuclear stuff. Yeah, they've got scientists and shit. So what secrets would you? Think? I that is still like an open question for me. Like someone is like, do they still not know what the recipe is? Like no. people in the world, like There's everyone no know you. Kn- you can learn that in college. You can learn how to make a yeah. nuke. In you can go Wikipedia. It's, it's like a freshman class you can take. Well, it's about like it's about like like sp- like atoms splitting or whatever. You know what I mean? That's right. It's like the 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 effect of like a nuclear weapon is not like a secret at all. Right, but the hurdle is that enriching the uranium or whatever, like the facilities. It's like right. sure it's you about can the proprietary technology. You can know, but it's not until you have the distillery up. You know the the spy planes are flying over. They're like they got the distillery up. They're making the beer. You know that's right. They're they can see it beer. from above. Too. <laughs> and we still it. don't. Not everyone knows how beer is made. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's a national secret. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we it's don't like, know how they make beer. You can know how beer is made, but it's not until you build a distillery that it's a problem and that sanctions have to come in. Totally. And mm. building the distillery is hard to do. Right. You need Walt and Jesse. That's right. Walt and Jesse. Who are those? Is that from a brand? From Breaking Bad. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wall and Jess. So, Better Call Saul ended. What What are our postmortems about this incredible you know prestige that, drama? Do you I'm, watch that show? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, I'm on season two. I've only ever watched like the first few episodes before, but now I'm like really getting into it. It's so good. People, it's so good. Like can't Breaking Bad. Fucking shut up about this show. Well, you know what I've been seeing a lot of on Twitter is like people being like horny about Better Call Saul, and I didn't think. What people do you mean were horny? Like, that. like horny? You know when people do like um, I, like post stuff about like the um, like Bob Odenkirk and the um the the lady like the romantic interest. No clue. I no. I don't. I haven't seen that. And I, I know what to, you're talking about. Like they're they're doing like shipping. They're doing like fan stuff. Does he not that. get with the girl in the show? He does. Yeah, they're together the whole time basically. But people are kind of horny about it. Huh. So they ship them even more. That's right. So, it's a spin-off. It's just the those minor characters it's from Breaking Bad spun off. It's prequel. Okay. Yeah. Because it's Saul before he meets Walt and Jesse. Got it. And what's his life like why or why is it a good show is really the heart of what i'm well he's asking. he's such a scammer he's always lying so it's really interesting so, okay so you just follow him around and he's like scamming people right that is pretty and he still has that hitman guy yeah the old guy okay and is it bob odenkirk the creator of the show no it's vince gilligan he also okay. did the x files yeah Really? He also did the X-Files? They found all of the main actors from Breaking Bad from the X-Files because they're all in episodes of the X-Files. Interesting. And they use a lot of the same like fake names of like businesses and stuff. Interesting. It's in the same kind of cinematic universe. D- didn't they the also view come out? Kevin oh. Smith's view at View Askewverse? Yeah, exactly. It's just like that? That's what it's D- like. Didn't they also make a movie that's like post-Breaking Bad with Jesse in it? Yeah, it's called Grant... Or like... 
the Camino. El Camino. El Camino. They made a a Breaking Bad movie? Yeah, it's called El Camino. Is it good? That guy just, he just, he made a world and he's like doubling down into it. Like there's there's six TV shows and movies Mm -hmm. and wow. He's so rich. That's cool that usually, you know, we think a spinoff not as good as the first one. It seems like this one was good. Yes. And why do people, the show has ended, right? Better Call Saul's ended. It just ended. And they won't be making more. I don't know. I think they're making more Breaking Bad. No. I think they're bringing Are back Breaking serious? Bad. Are you serious? He's he's turning back to Breaking Bad. Again. I think he's going to break bad once again. That's right. He's Breaking Bad again. Breaking Bad too. I haven't seen the show, but does he die at the end? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. This time he dies. He has totally. diabetes. He's back and he has type 2 diabetes (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah he does die at the end Walter dies He does But Jesse lives Oh so so Jesse's gonna break bad But he's already broken bad He's gonna be even worse He's gonna be breaking worse (laughs) Yeah the show's called (laughs) Jesse's Breaking Worse (laughs) He should make a TV show called Breaking Back and it's about Yo. yes. how you break your back when totally. you're dancing. Jesse you know? breaks his back. He's <laughs> yeah. one of those big casts. He's getting wheeled yeah. around. Um, it's called Broke My Back. It's called Broke Back Mountain. Broke Back <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said this is the last thing in the bad universe. Is it called the bad universe? Oh, I hope not. Remember Talking Bad with Chris Hardwick? No, After I never saw that After every episode shit. of Breaking Bad. Oh, that's right. You didn't watch it. No, I didn't what are you watch. Doing? I plus isn't that that nerdist stuff? Totally. The word awful. nerdist gives me hi- hives. <laughs> I don't even want to know about what was on the nerdist network. That just gives me hives. Yeah. And Chris Hardwick got canceled. Oh, big time! So what are you bring? What did he up? do? <laughs> what are you bring him up for? I think he was like creepy, right? Yeah, bad stuff. I think he did us. I think he abused his girlfriend. That's right. Pretty bad stuff. Yeah. Damn. Let's see. Other well, we don't condone that. Yeah, we're taking a hard stance today at the 100th episode. That's right. <laughs> it's finally assault. time to yeah. say truth. We got enough pressure from the fan base. We're, and we're finally we breaking down. Yeah, exactly. We don't want it, but we're coming out and saying it. Bad on you, Chris Hardwick. Did you see? There was shame, this, shame. There was this thing trending on Twitter that was talking about quiet quitting. Twitter is like has the, its own I've news. Seen that phrase. Yeah. But they're like often they're very frivolous and not things that are very important. Distractions. Yeah, but then you because you're like, well, this is what the news are in the world. People are quiet quitting. I better li- learn about it. Which literally I read the article, it literally means that people just aren't putting that much effort into their work. Oh, you like almost like stop working until you're like essentially fired. Kind of, or you or you work as little as you need to to not be fired. But I'm sure. like that's not why why make up a little word for that? I do that yeah, all the time. I feel like it makes it more like like just let people cook if they're doing that. You yeah. don't have to like put a don't big blow label up their on spot. It. Yeah, so you can like catch them doing it. I feel like Stav was talking about how he did this at a job for like a year or two. It's the move, but it's just funny because, and maybe I don't know if what. I was just thinking, like, that's what I'm doing with comedy. Quiet <laughs> 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 quitting comedy. Just being so bad yeah, and putting exactly. in so little effort. Comedy boxes are firing you. Like, kind of softly shut the door behind me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe it's because Twitter has, like, put out a bunch of these articles, but first it was, like, the great resignation. Mm. And then it was, like, the the regret of the great resignation. And now it's, like, quiet quitting. And I'm like, what the fuck are all these terms? Sure. They feel something about it I don't like. 
yeah. intuitively i feel like i don't like these terms they're stupid feels like you're getting ready to like target these things by like naming them mm-hmm. first you know and i saw that the same statistic about like people regretting whatever like switching their jobs or quitting their jobs during the pandemic but it was like 20 percent of people were that regretted or 20 percent of people quit their jobs regretted it of mm. people who quit or change their Sound, jobs so most like people, people didn't happy about yeah it. exactly plus it doesn't sit right with me because it's mostly like um email job kind of things sure you know, like if people, you quit one of those or like a food service job or whatever it's why would you ever miss one of those it literally doesn't matter. you get the exact same one next week it literally doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter it's true which is part of the problem with so many like terrible deals for working right now is that it's no different than any other there's no reason to stay there yeah yeah so quiet quitting quiet quitting we've destroyed it it. yeah yeah do it if you want to do it if you have to i like that idea a lot that like they're not getting any of your energy really but you're still getting paid it's great yeah you're kind of scamming them back a little totally totally no i i i feel like i skimmed my job a lot Did anyone ever say, Sam, you're quite quitting right now? They, quitting. I got an, they were like, hey, you're I, quite quitting. On my quitting. first performance review, I got like an unsatisfactory. Your very first performance yeah. review? Wow. But that wasn't really an example of quiet quitting. I just like didn't know how to do my job. Yeah, that seems like a new guy. Uh, yeah, it was a new guy thing. Um, but yeah, I never really got that much in trouble. But they quickly relegated me to a part of the company where like the stakes were pretty low. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't like the guy at the Vanguard, you know, doing the most cutting edge work. That's what I want. I would love to get h- hired and be like, can you put me in the place where it like doesn't really it's matter if for- I fuck up? Oh, gotcha. I thought you were saying you wanted to be in the high stakes department. No, you want to be in the low stakes. Plus, I remember one time you told me that you had to sit down with your manager and you were like, look, I'm not, I don't really want to do this. I want to do comedy. And I yeah. thought that's so bold that you would say that. Well, the trick, I think this is kind of true with any job, at least that you like want to have or want to have some leverage over is like you have to be, at least with this job, you have to be like, if you're likable, people don't want to fire you, totally. you know? So if you're just like a likable, affable person, people are like, okay, well, we'll make it work, you know? Or like, yeah, maybe Sam's not the best at this job, but he's like fun to have around. Like add something to this. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and he ain't bad to look at either. Oh my Ooh, god. Ooh, yeah, Not easy on the eyes. Tough on the eyes. <laughs> Sorry, I'd walk over to him if he were drinking alone in a bar, um, and ask him to play Uno. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there. I think that's kind of. It's, it's like I think you're right. I've messed up at a lot of jobs that way where I was like, I'm not going to be so good at this. And also, I'm not going to make an effort to get to know anybody or hang out with anyone. That makes you the easiest person to fire yeah. ever because you have no emotional connection right. to anyone. Right. The office won't be any different if you're not there. Totally. It's ultimately, that's why, that's it's, why you have to start sleeping with your boss. Yeah, you got to start <laughs> just getting in there. We recommend that on Racing Man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it ultimately, the, the skills you learn at the playground as a five-year-old are the things that are going to carry you through a life of, you know, success That's or right. failure, depending on which skills you learn. But it's it all comes down to that, like, kind of simple politics stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. As a five-year-old, I learned Foursquare New School Rules. What's that? You remember Foursquare, and then they'd be like, New School Rules. No. And that was like the bus stops and like... Yeah, and in fact, we did this thing called TAPS, which did like 
totally negates the whole point of Foursquare, but where you can like tap the ball in the air. Cheating. Yeah, but it was new school rules. Bowling bumpers. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry, I, I, I changed an interesting topic for a frivolous one, and we should stay on the interesting one. Um, no, let's well, keep talking about new school rules. <laughs> neither of you guys. Yeah, know let's about let this. you sit sit in the house you built. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let what me about, cook. What about new school rules? What cook. what is that? And what does that make you think of? Uh, it makes me think about how nothing's permanent. <laughs> Ooh. Tradition, you know, there can be no tradition without change, and a tradition that doesn't change is a dead one. A dead one. The only the cons the changing same. Yeah. The only thing that stays the same is that it changes. So quiet quitting, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know what. Read us another news item. Yeah, right. they tee us up. Another buzzword. <laughs> what else are people talking? Check about? Check this out. The nudging method used to influence our everyday actions. Some reporters suggest changing behavior through nudging is key to tackling some of today's most pressing societal problems. Nudging. Interesting. What does that mean? Well, it's like, it's like, oh, there's like you know mass shootings. Like a guy who's gonna do a mass shooting, just nudge him to be like, maybe don't do that. Just a little nudge. Or, you know, climate change, like, you nudge the oil people, you're like, eh, maybe frack a little less. What? Do you want me to re-explain it? Yeah. Advocates of nudging argue that instead of imposing bans and mandates, governments and employers should discreetly, if not covertly, steer the choices of citizens and workers in ways that improve their lives. Covertly steer... That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why is it stupid? Does it just mean, like, ask nicely? No, I guess what it means is like um, that people think that they know what they want and they don't want to be told what they want. But actually through the power of suggestion, people's decisions can be steered and that government should steer those decisions. Like for instance, if you have a city where you want more foot traffic Mm -hmm. and you make it really expensive to park, then people will walk more. So you're sure. nudging them into a behavior. But I feel like that's like that's like negative reinforcement. You know what I mean? Like, why would you make parking more expensive as opposed to just like making more like walking paths? I see. Stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You should pay everyone $1 if they walk around. Totally. Or that's so... I mean, just use the government funds better. Yeah. Know? Like change the distribution of the budget. Actually, that's true. That's a good point, Carly. I'm with Carly on this one. Change Thanks, the distribution guys. of the budget? Yes. F- flip the budget around a little bit. Yeah. Invest it. Make it 90% walking. 90% walking. <laughs> so where does nudge... So can you still nudge a little bit? But you, who's nudging who? Is it the government nudging citizens? Yeah. Why does the government have anything that they want us to do? Isn't us? Isn't it us trying to nudge the government to do stuff that we want? Um... Yeah, I, I, I suppose. I suppose in some ways you need to. I think. I think really it's about governments fighting consumer demand and being like maybe like use less or consume less or whatever. Do you guys remember the first time you nudged someone? Like on Facebook. No, just like the first time you got someone to do something <laughs> they didn't want to. Yeah, do yeah. Either. Like the way this article is talking about it. Do you remember the first time you ever did? That. Mm. I, bro, I nudged you yesterday. Honestly, this you is didn't realize it, but I was <laughs> no, quietly no, steering your choices. No. Yeah. Oh shit! What? I in was the nudging kitchen you in what? all day mm-hmm. when I was fuck. 
I know. I got, I, what did you he nudge you into doing? <laughs> I, I don't even know. It's he was so oh, you subtle. You can't even tell. Yeah. <laughs> I nudged you into eating a huge tub of yogurt with like a bunch of <laughs> and you were like, okay, crap. I don't <laughs> want to. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> and I nudged you. <laughs> if I convinced you that that's what you wanted. Yeah. 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 I Damn. nudged you to take a, a two-hour shower Where? at 12 at night <laughs> when I needed to pee last night. <laughs> I came out of the shower last night, and Felipe was standing in the dark right outside of the you bathroom. You needed to pee really bad. I needed to pee, and you I thought... You wouldn't, like, pee in a cup at that point? I literally thought about peeing in the sink, but I was like, I can't do that to my roommates. Yeah, that'd be kind of gross. But, like, a cup? Well, yeah, but then where would the pee go? You'd dump it in the toilet once you get into the bathroom. Oh, that is nasty. No, it I is, just waited and I thought you'd finish but it took maybe one. And I did knock. Did you hear me knock? Mm. Huh. Okay. Would you have just gone in and and peed while he was in the shower? That's I just not need, terrible. I just needed his permission first and I I mm. didn't want to make too much noise cuz the bathroom's next to Will's room so I didn't want to wake Will up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go knock on Will's door. Like, Can <laughs> Will. I pee in your room? <laughs> <laughs> Can I pee out your window? I'm sorry, man. I didn't I didn't uh, That's okay. There's no reason for you to have known okay so i was in a bad mood last night so i was taking a kind of a shower a contemplative shower i Mm -hmm. think why why were you in a bad mood (laughs) let's dive into that let's dive into it yeah talk about your mood last episode sam said i want to talk more about my life and the things that make me sad so go for it and and i said i want to talk more about the weird scene politics (laughs) yeah yeah who's getting canceled in the scene who is carly (laughs) she got the info she got the info (laughs) that's right that's gonna be the last 10 minutes is me doing a long list just a hit list of cancellations (laughs) and corrections from yesterday's cancellations (laughs) this morning's cancellations Uh, we do like like an old west like shootout sound effect (laughs) it's like like a spatoon (laughs) Uh, we'd like to issue a correction this guy is not canceled it was just a misunderstanding is more canceled than we originally thought so just so you know that bro it do be like that sometimes it do yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I was. It was. I was hoping that. Oh, let me ask you guys this, please. Do you guys like have sex in the shower or like jack off in the shower? No. Because I'm not one of those kind of guys. Typically, to... no. I'm not very comfortable in the shower. Yeah. I've okay. Done I've done that. Of course, we've all done that. I don't think I've ever had sex in the shower. It's not ideal. I think. Yeah, it doesn't seem fun mm-hmm. to no, me, to be honest, fun. and also. When I have sex, I'm already kind of overheated. That sure. To have hot water like running onto me. But what about cold like water? Torture. <laughs> it's torture, yeah. But who I'm wants like, to have sex in a cold shower? Like, it makes your performance go way up because <laughs> yeah. you're conserving more body heat. Totally. And you're like feral here in like fight or flight. Yeah, you're like Vim Hof, like hyperventilating. <laughs> yeah. Your muscles are all taut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, what was I going to say? Also, I always think about all the water I'm wasting. It's a waste of water. You know, it's like, oh, this water's getting wasted and I want to take my time, but I'm wasting water. Yeah. See, someone nudged you when you were young to think that kind of stuff. One time I I was having sex with this person in the shower um, and I like used a little bit of his roommate's like shampoo and he was mad at me because he's like, that's like really fancy, expensive. Wait, while you were having sex, you're like, no, I'm gonna like, get in a quick wash. <laughs> no, like after we were like in the shower, we were like, you know, washing up, um, and I used some of his roommate's stuff, and he was really mad. And I was like, just he don't. Was really, wait, he was like, mm. he's like, that's my roommate's stuff. Yeah, bro, 
Yeah. I think that's fair game to me. Yeah. If you have like someone over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you want to save your shampoo, you should do it like Sam doesn't keep all the things that he doesn't want me to touch in his room. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Shampoo, that's food. Right. That's beer. what I do too. That's right. <laughs> if you yeah. really want something to just be yours, you do have to keep it in your room. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just so there can be no confusion. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and let me tell you, if it's out here, it's fair game. That's right. <laughs> it's fair game in Felipe's eyes. <laughs> yeah. You come out, I'm eating all of your shampoo. I wish I could keep more stuff in my room. <laughs> Felipe's putting your yeah. shampoo in a bowl with like granola. <laughs> At night, Sam's like moving the television into his room. Yes. Moving like lamps and tables yeah, into his room. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, one time I peed on someone in the shower because they asked me to. That's kind of interesting, Did right? Did they think it was like funny or they, they just thought it was hot? It? They're oh, like, can you pee on me? Like, I want to try it. Mm. That like, is not hot. <laughs> but it's getting washed away right away. Yeah, it's true. The stakes are low. Stakes are low. I guess. I just don't think that's kind of nasty. It's like hot. Pee is hot when it comes out. Yeah, but if not you're mine. in <laughs> <laughs> ice cold, not mine. Yeah. it's problem. like dry ice. <laughs> and then she was like, and then can you take a shit in the shower and stamp it down the oh drain? God. <laughs> Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> it's like the Play Doh spaghetti maker. Can you throw up out of the shower into the toilet? <laughs> Down the drain until it's gone. Because it's hot. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay. Oh, and then I did it. I guess this is happening. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that rocks. Let's see. When I'm when I'm sleeping over at another person's house, and I, uh, it, it's a girl. It's always a girl. That who I'm sleeping that's with. Not what I've heard. Just to be clear, no, that's not what I've heard. Yeah, not as I understand. And then I use go into their shower. As a man, like going into a, a, a girl's shower, it's like it's like walking down the like um, international aisle at like the food mart. Um, because there's like all this shit that you just don't know about that they have. And so it's like a kind of buffet of different like salves and lotions and like scrubs and things like that, that men aren't marketed to men. It's so true. Women... Women. Okay, when women do it this go. way, but men yep. do it this way. Yep. You go, but let me tell you, you go into a man's shower, Wait, there's, there's one a rock. There's one rock. <laughs> there's, a, there's a rock and a beer that hasn't been thrown away that has been drank. Yep. Yeah, there's like a moldy beer. Yeah. Maybe like a big hunk yep. of cheese. Yeah. So that's something so I noticed. <laughs> that's a thing I noticed about women. Yeah. Absolutely. No, fair. Um, I, I mean, I think... Um, it's uh it sucks that that women are expected to buy so much more shit than men yep is the other side it's of the that women's for me. tax what are they call the um the pink tax the or pink whatever. tax yeah mm. the body project body it's, project. it's been called many things mm. really yeah it's almost like a, an complex. artificial garnishing of women's wages is that they're expected to buy so many more products than men so it's like you're already making less money and then you're expected to spend most of your income on all this crazy shit yeah okay do you feel like you could just kind of like do it with like Dr. Bronner's? I mean, that's how I just a condi- I don't buy a lot of expensive. Just a conditioner stuff. and you're good. Just a conditioner? No. I don't know. Bro, <laughs> that's the least important I, one. That is the least important. Wait, <laughs> no, you know, I'm anti. I'm like. You're just slick. I haven't, <laughs> you're just slick like I haven't shampooed. <laughs> I haven't shampooed in like 
four years. Well, you have really short hair. You think if I had long hair, it would be a problem? Not because it would look matted and greasy. It's different when really? you get longer hair. You it do just need looks to start dirtier. Investing in some stuff. Really, yeah. even isn't the whole thing that like we don't need soap and stuff? You can adjust to not shampooing your hair, I think, but it takes like kind of a long time. I mean, I I took the time. My, I'm adjust. I'm with you, Flippy. I'm adjusted. <laughs> I in, barely in that wash sense. my. Myself. I don't. I don't shampoo myself. I I soap up. I suds up the key areas. Sure. Yeah, me too. But I've heard. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose there's a perspective that I can never gain access to, which is the woman's perspective. Damn right. That's why I'm here on the third mic today. Hundredth <laughs> <laughs> episode of Raisin Man. <laughs> to bring the coveted woman's perspective. That's right. The feminine mystique. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was hoping. What's up? Nah, nothing. I was gonna say that I was hoping that on our one hundredth episode, we would have a kind of like. Uh, like um i'm trying to find the word a sort of take survey take stock of what we've done in this podcast yeah or even because yeah just like what we wanted to go do for go forward with doing we should have done it on the roof as the sun was rising then it gets a little brighter (laughs) the whole time carly can you like dj like a retrospective (laughs) (laughs) i can have with each other well this is what i was gonna say i can um um not broker i can i'm like the facilitate uh, the facilitate yeah. yeah and you guys can kind of air out your dirty laundry <laughs> no oh, no totally. i mean not th- i mean we do it in every episode anyways it's but true. this is what i was going to say sam i agree with you there's this here i agree with you so get ready because i'm about to agree with you oh, so God. take down your defense i'm going to agree with you i'm going to soak in this yeah. moment <laughs> we got i feel like and this is true we just got to be a little more mask off usually i think i tend towards being too too cautious and i almost always regret being more cautious so i need you to keep me going forward i need you to help me to be like you're not being mask off right now wow okay okay i think you could almost kind of lead by example you know like if you're being if you're having fun and you're initiating a lot of riffs yeah i think felipe will take your but I don't initiate riffs. Fleep is the one who initiates. It's not we even should about all riffs. be initiating riffs. It's not about riffs. It's about it's about saying your fe- true feelings about something. Do you think that is a recipe for a better podcast? Yeah, is saying your true feelings about stuff. Yeah, I think too too often I like hide my feelings about things. Interesting. Or I'm like I lied, things that I'm afraid to share my true feelings about. Okay, and it's important to you that you're being honest on the podcast. I think it would make it more interesting to listen to. Okay. What do you think about that? I don't know if it's necessarily like full honesty that would make the podcast more interesting. What would make it more interesting? I just think maybe like a more uh, an explorative approach, a a jokes first approach. Carly's a jokes first approach. A riff mining approach. Carly's more of a riff mining approach, but... A willingness to veer off into a fun territory at a moment's notice. But you've heard the podcast and you know what the contestations are at, you know, at play. Sure. You know the different camps... Mm-hmm. So you understand what the complication of that is. Complication? I wouldn't call it a complication necessarily. I, I just think if if we were to, if you were to go back to square one, Felipe, <laughs> and you were to start a new podcast, I think Sarah and I would have been the wrong person absolutely to, to choose to so do we're it doing with a if you wanted to do like a riff podcast exactly you know and I've I mean? long ago let go of the idea of doing <laughs> yeah. a riff podcast okay. right this is not ever going to be a riff podcast I'll gotcha. s- I'll say I'll, I'll say for myself like I th- I think I can riff or like I like to do that sometimes but I think like 
with Sarah and I together, it like tips the pod, the balance of the podcast into a mode where like we can't joke about like magic cards and right. what what would happen to you if you pulled certain ones and stuff like that. So here you go. That's the contestation, Carly. Like that's, and so I'm 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 past. I'm I've already yes, mourned. You've accepted I've yeah. mourned the Riff podcast already. And someday, you know what? I'll make a podcast with someone else, and we'll write little bits. Okay. Uh, so that's still in the. That's still a thing. Where that's, there's a B. Instead of a V-neck, it's a B-neck. Yep, that's shirt. right. That's What's a, that from? That's a bit from an Argentine podcast that I think is really funny. Hell yeah, that it, sounds awesome. He's like, I made a B-neck and he's like cut like a B onto his shirt. Wow. Yeah. And Felipe held this up as an example of the kind of thing sure. we should be doing on the podcast. But that's a visual joke. That well, is an extremely well, well that's fair, why we f- we're filming everything here so they can we can capture the visual <laughs> jokes we're doing. That's right. once, once we start doing those. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, that's something that I pitched to Simple Town as a different that would be like a sketch comedy show we would do over Twitch during COVID. Fun. In any case, I've already mourned the Riff podcast. But so if the object at hand is a kind of chatting podcast, then it the same way that a funny riff is the gas of the riff podcast in a chatting podcast truth and pain that's the that's the gas of the chatting podcast and i feel like sometimes i am afraid to say the truth and i'm afraid of pain what do you think about that carly i hmm i don't know i i just don't know if i want the podcast that is just kind of an endless faucet of truth and pain <laughs> from the three of you. That's true. And also how much until you're tapped out of that do you have and kind of an endless well of pain inside of you to mine? I you're I would describe it differently. <clears throat> to me it's like, oh, we can riff and make light of things, but they have to come from a subject matter that we're already talking about. They're like the chemtrails that come off of an airplane mm-hmm. that's like going somewhere. So First, you need to have the airplane. You need to have the, like, platform of a real conversation that's interesting. And then we can, like, laugh about it and make riffs. I don't know if that actually bears out all the time. I think that would be my vision for it or, like, how, how I would describe what the podcast is at its best. But then the issue becomes what do we talk about? What's the real the real thing we're, like, trying to explore? And it's tough because... If we're not just a silly riffing podcast, we're like a real exploratory podcast where we have subjects we really care about, then what are those subjects? And it's tough. We don't want to be like a talking shit podcast where we talk shit about people in the scene and art that we know that people, our friends make that we like, like or don't like because we're afraid it would get us in the hot water. But we can't be like a, a politics podcast where we're like Chapo or something like that where it's like, Oh, Sarah and Felipe and Sam are gonna like give their their like awesome hot takes on the news because like we don't have those takes like, sure. and you can get them better somewhere else. And if I were to take my hot take from the news, it would be a thing I heard on a podcast somewhere. Totally. So we can't be that, but we can't be like, uh, yeah, like a like a red scare, like a talking shit podcast. I where don't we think just you like have to be either exhibit those. beef. Right, exactly. So I'm like, ideally we're this third thing where Sarah brings up a thing she's been thinking about about her life and then we like try and riff on it and sort of make it funny. And why is think, it important that Sarah generates the idea? Or do you think that's just how it normally happens? That's I say that because that's kind of how it normally happens. Okay. Is, 
is Sarah brings a kind of like reflective, oh, this thing happened to me and it makes me think, is this the way the world is or is it not? And then we kind of like debate that and riff it and have fun doing that. I but like it doesn't that. it doesn't work all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like stuck. in. so where Felipe's thing comes in, where he's like, I need to be more mask off is like oftentimes we can sort of go into a talking shit podcast or a like this is an art that we're talking art that maybe someone close to us or in a scene that's like next to ours made and we're scared and self-conscious that we'd get in hot water for talking about it or that people would care what our take is and so we i think that's the only thing you have to like let go of you know exactly well that's i think what felipe's sort mask of mission off. is yeah. about being masked off is I think off. of the people who are self-conscious I'm probably the least self-conscious well, who's the most maybe I, I think maybe it. Sarah honestly maybe oh, really? Sarah yeah I'm, a, I'm like in the middle I definitely am I I split it between Sam and Sarah a little well, I think this is like you guys are like avoiding something that's like hasn't happened on the podcast and I don't right. think is a real risk like who are you gonna be mean to just don't do that talk about anything you want just do it like a respectful adult it's not a bit about being mean and sometimes I'll have a, an opinion where I'm like oh x y or z person who listens to this wouldn't like me having that opinion and so I don't say it or oh I might meet this person one day and they might hear this and they might feel one type of way or another and I'm not even being mean but I'm saying like this thing that they made I thought was bad or whatever and I'm I like, think even the worst case of any of those scenarios like isn't that bad no like, I let's know say, like someone comes up to you at a party and says like I heard you said this thing about my thing you can still just talk about it. that doesn't have to be that horribly negative conversation I know well that's what I mean by pain it's like you can you can be honest and even say something that's like not mean but like disagree with someone or of just course. like be honest about how you feel about something and it can be okay but you know like i've i know what like i know what this podcast is like i have no i don't i'm not trying to like veer hard left or whatever like and it's a little bit of all the three things that all of us want um but i'm just like the thing that I need more of is the thing you're saying, Carly, which is like the worst case scenario is not that bad. It's not that bad to just say something you feel and to speak very specifically and not, you know, sometimes it feels like I crab walk around things I feel or Mm. I crab walk around. kind of saying nothing. And I end up saying nothing or no specifics. I'm like, oh, this tendency. And it's like, no, it's not a tendency. It's a specific thing I saw or a specific person who I think thinks this, this and this or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes we'll, I'll, We'll talk about things. Beck says the content of the podcast has been talking about the format of the podcast for 100 yeah, episodes. Very that is true. Absolutely that is 100% true. true. And that's what happens with most podcasts. Episode 400, we'll figure out what the podcast yeah. is and then we can finally lay that topic to rest and <laughs> do, do the content of the show. And up um, doing that. Especially if it's so unstructured. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no totally. I think I've not heard a podcast where people talk this um, much about what the podcast is. Sometimes we'll t- we'll bring up subjects like Nope, talking about the movie <laughs> Nope, which you both saw. And I thought, That's great. Fun. This is a fun, low stakes thing where we can talk about it. And really, it's a conversation about our opinions about art. I was talking and to Jake. Felipe was, and then Felipe was like, this isn't a movie podcast. Like, I don't want to be talking about Nope anymore. And Wait, I was like, but how are you going to get on my case? I taught, I described the entire movie. It's I true. did it. I played, I played along. You played the part, but, but, but then you were like, pissed off that we were talking about it by the end i think mm. why this is one episode where you decide to talk about a movie who cares yeah it's it's true I, yeah. yeah maybe i won't be pissed off next time but i did play along and i did explain the whole movie 
And I did get the feedback that it was insane that we talked about <laughs> Oklahoma. You remember? We well, I had just seen the movie, so I was like delighted to hear a conversation so you about were it. Delighted. But, but uh, to someone who hadn't seen the movie, it would yeah, it would be unlistenable. Unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't seen the movie, and I listened to the whole thing because I was there, and I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I think it, it's like level one is, oh, this is about nope. Level two is like, this oh, is this guys. is about our uh, us, right? In our well, opinion. It's always about you guys, no matter what you exactly. talk about. Yeah. Exactly. That's what the podcast you is just about. Need, you just need a good conduit for like getting into who we are. You sure. Know? Yeah. And uh, topics where we're like, we feel anxious or insecure and don't want to talk about it and don't want to be ourselves at it are the worst kind to have because then it's boring and nothing's happening. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're the most interesting because that's, <laughs> that's where the heat is. <laughs> that's where the heat is. Well, maybe that can become kind of a, um, like a kind of tacit like structure for the podcast. As, as soon as someone says like, I, this is not what I want to talk about, that's where the subject can change. No, that's where someone goes, no, that's what we're talking about, motherfucker. Yeah, that's, what, yeah. <laughs> that's the recipe well, for it, a bad there's conversation. There's a difference of opinion. There's a difference of opinion because it's like you think you've hit gold and then someone's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And then you're like, no, but this is this is the but stuff then you, of life. You know, that was really fool's good. gold. If there's one it, person it of the three gold. who doesn't want to talk about it, you it's not going to be Imagine if we had Charlie on the podcast permanently, it, this would be the battle. It yeah, would be but, a different. The battle but, lines would be drawn imagine, differently. What are we battling about? No, because I see your position, but it's different. Like knowing Sam and Sarah's position, I'm like, oh, you're a fourth position that is different then. Sure. You know, you're like, oh, if someone says they don't want to talk about it, it's a, that's okay. And like for Sam, that's a problem. Well, for me, listening to a podcast, I don't want to listen to a bunch of people discussing whether or not to broach a subject. I just want to hear. <laughs> no, it's true. And in that sense, I agree with you. It's like that's part of the mask off. It's like just talk about it. Just talk about whatever. Totally. And I think even in a conversation where people are talking about whether to broach a, broach a subject or not, you can like the, the seams pull apart and you can see the truth of who the people actually are. And that's kind of interesting because there's like a fight happening. I guess. But I feel like now we're really in the weeds about well, what's interesting. I was laughing after the last episode. <laughs> How interesting. After the last episode, which I hated. I like I sent this voice memo to Sarah and I was like it's so funny like Raisin Man sometimes reminds me of being in art school where like everything that's like bad becomes a possible good where you're like ah like in the podcast we didn't come up with a subject and then you're like maybe it's really interesting to hear us not come up with a subject right like, and last you can podca- go down that road for a long time yeah. and that's why you have to like trust what you know is good and interesting so you don't have a risk of that happening I just read this advice the other day and it was like, and it was advice for writers and one of them said, write, don't worry about who you think you want people to think you are. Don't worry about what you want to project. Write about who you actually are. Mm-hmm. And like the things that make you embarrassed are actually the things where, that, like I said, where the totally. heat is. And I was like, I think that that's true. I think that while you're right, that everyone has an intuition that they should follow. Also, everyone has like insecurities and like just laying them bare can be is it way interesting. more interesting well that's the that's like the thing i feel often about you Felipe. is like when we're not recording the podcast like you have all these interesting things that you want to say and talk about but then they're the things that you're insecure about when we record yeah and it's not even like things about your personal life it's like things like art you consume that you are interested in but then you're like well i don't want people to know that i like do that or listen to that or like that's not a thing people care about or it would be embarrassing if 
I talked about that for a long time. And I'm like, oh, that's what I find interesting about you is that you know so much about that particular thing, you know? That's interesting. Memes. 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 Shit posting. Yeah. Ep- epic shit posting. Uh, Time Warp it- asks, K asks, have you ever edited something out of the of the published podcast because you were embarrassed? Well, last episode we edited a and bunch of stuff out. Let me tell you, Kay, it's about every time. No, 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 no. Right. I was gonna say there's no way that's true. No, no, no. It's not true. It's not true. Uh, maybe like one out of ten podcasts I'll edit stuff. Are you? No. It's like one. It's like one out of every two. No, dude, I fucking put the podcast up. I know how many times we edit shit. It is not one out of every two. Where are you I getting one you. out of two from? Every at the end of every recording, what happens is we turn off the mics, and then Sarah or Felipe goes, "Can you actually take out that thing I said about that person who doesn't know us and is not in our scene because they might have heard no, it?" No, no. <laughs> it happens every once in a while, but no, most episodes, most episodes, I put up as is. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Right, I fucking edit the podcast. Fair I know. enough. Fair Fine. enough. Last episode, I took out a couple of things. And then I talked, here's me using names. We talked about Coulter and stuff that he had experienced on this movie set. And then I was like, oh, I'm putting him on front, you know, I'm putting him on blast. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to have him be like this informant of this movie set. And so I took out a bunch of the stuff that he had said and I took out our mention of his name. And then I talked to Coulter and he's like, I wouldn't have cared. I would have liked you to leave it in. And I was like, yeah. In fact, I thought about even going back in and re-putting it back in to re-export the fucking thing. I mean, I think your instincts were right. You know, you don't want to get anyone in actual trouble at their real job. I guess the idea is like... It's, and every, it's, it's all okay. case by case. It's each... The condition of each... The thing is like... This thing is the has thing. to be evaluated. This is the thing. It's like... It's... I think like... People give... Like, if you're a little evil, people give more of a shit. If you, you're a little evil, you gotta be a little evil, and you gotta like invite a little bit of anger and a little bit of something, some kind of spice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like a sad truth, but like you gotta be a little bit of evil. Well, and I don't know if I can actually pull that shit off. I don't know if I can actually do that, but I think as a general principle, I think it's true, especially for something like a podcast. You want to be like a little evil, and we're not very evil. We totally. could be more. And I evil. think if you're talking about something that is like pissing you off or something that rubs you the wrong way, like that is going to be inherently more interesting and maybe for you guys it's the people around you the 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 state of the scene maybe that's what's bothering you and that's what you're going to be talking about with the most passion yeah 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 i i mean we we i've said this to you off air but it's like i'm not a type of guy who can like twitter beef with people all day i don't even know what that would look like really i guess i do a little bit but have you beefed me and you no you beefed with someone I don't think I've beefed with anyone on Twitter. People have annoyed me on Twitter for sure, but, but I don't think I've... you never quote tweeted, look at this. Yeah, asshole. I've never... Not really. I've never really been like, fuck this or fuck this person. That, that would be like an absolute energy suck of my life and I couldn't do it. And I think some people thrive. It would stress thrive. me out to no totally. end. To be in like an actual totally. fight with someone, no way. But to Carly's Unless point... something really terrible happened and you felt like you had to. I r- haven't encountered that. Bro, right. I just got a text from my friend who's listening live. She says, I think you're right about conditioner. Me. You only need conditioner. I'm right about conditioner. Oh. That was need, that was your point, right? You only, you need, only conditioner. need conditioner. How could that be true? <laughs> because it makes your hair slick and beautiful. Yeah, but there's no cleaning. The water cleans it. Anyways, let's go back to the topic. My point was that 
maybe there will be a day that'll come where someone will come for us online and we'll be like, <laughs> wow, we really need to rein back what we say on the podcast. But, but that has, we're so far away from that happening. That's never going to happen. Well, I mean, it like you could imagine a thing like that happening in some hypothetical future. But like someone unti- already hated Until you. it does, like, sure. I don't think that's our problem. As Carly said, so I'm agreeing with you, Carly. Yeah, okay. but if someone said that, I would kill myself. What that they that they were if they were like if they were like I don't I don't even if they were just like yeah you know sometimes I don't like the podcast that's enough for me to kill myself (laughs) that's feedback that's enough for me to end my life I know so so, you should not have that's that's the problem that can receive feedback that's the evil problem that's the evil problem like evil is how people give a shit but I don't know if I can it's like I don't know if this is that's the thing it's like I don't know if this is the thing that I want to like hitch my wagon to I make cartoons I want to make cartoons and we do this podcast it's like oh you know if we were more evil more people would listen if we were more mask off more people would listen but it's like I don't even know if I want to have one second of a headache from this podcast because what I really want to do is make cartoons I do this for fun you know what I mean sure I just feel like if receiving uh, criticism on your very loosely structured podcast is going to make you kill yourself I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> and it took you a hundred episodes yeah, it's to worth decide it. on that. It's worth it. It's worth it. Well, I think we're we're heading we're hitting one thirty and mm-hmm. you know, we've finished with a prerequisite conversation about the podcast. But I had a really nice one hundredth episode. Me I too. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Carly. Thanks for having me. You're, You're always a, a good guest, guest Carly. Yeah. Thank great you. Guest. I'm always happy to do it. Um, all right, guys. Good luck on the BQE driving to work today. That's right. Get slow to your down. Jobs and make sure to slow quit. Slow, slow quit. Slow down on the BQE and slow quit your job. Slow down to a crawl. Slow to a crawl. And just create traffic. Exactly. For fun. As a kind slow of slow stopping your car. Yeah. You just stop driving. <laughs> you ever do that thing where you like don't, where if there's a lot of traffic, you make it so that you're far enough away from the next car that you're not hitting the the brake you're just kind of coasting yeah have you heard of this technique and it's created it, it's it, good for your car and it's also good for traffic because you're still moving well there's this wave effect when every time you break your car it creates this wave of people breaking mm-hmm. and that actually creates traffic whereas if you're coasting and like staying behind and not hitting your brake it makes people like move in a consistent way and it actually like decongests traffic i've heard that and if you see an accident like a flipped over flaming car. Yeah. Don't even look. Don't even look. Don't even glance at it. Just that'll, like, that'll fuck just up traffic. floor the gas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm laughing. Say lovey. <laughs> Bye. Do, wait, do you have any shows coming up, Carly? Do I have any shows coming up? Um, Not really. We should plug Sarah's show though, right? Sarah's show's on Friday. This yeah. Friday. Get your tickets at Life World. Mm-hmm. Go to their Instagram page and click the link to dot get tickets. .cargo.uk that's right sarah's that gonna you. do her show and lena our friend lena is opening doing really with a dance and then you're having a show um that i'm gonna be later on. in august yeah august 26th we're adding some new people to it that's we're really excited Who? i'll tell you after way way <sighs> names wait but why i mean if, if it's gonna well they be. haven't we've asked uh the, we're definitely adding one person but someone else hasn't responded yet okay so you don't want to who's the person you're adding uh well moss is gonna be on it holy crap moss Paracone. moss Paracone. Mm-hmm. you know him from the scene oh and if you go yeah. to a stand-up show and he's on the lineup you know that lineup's about to be good Th- that's right you know you're about to have a good time mm-hmm. see that was nice what that was a nice thought about the scene well <laughs> bro <laughs> we, actually, like, we actually sarcastic. during during um no, no <laughs> during our 
<laughs> he actually went opposite. I, I, I love Moss, but we like... <laughs> <laughs> we like put him on Front Street Go during our live do show. It. <laughs> do you remember that? No, I what don't. What did you say during your live show? We talked about Moss and <laughs> how like... At the live show? Yeah. You don't remember this? Maybe, but refresh my memory. See, now I don't want to go mask off because oh it is about God. someone. Wait, he just came up. It wasn't walk like the walk. Mask off. I don't know. I guess he was like... I'm sure he would not care. He was like making out with someone in the green room like when we did the live. Do you remember this? Yeah. But this was like before COVID. This was a much bigger deal to me than it was to you. Why? My like college friends were involved in this. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you were going mask off now. Absolutely. Huh. Wow, this was... I can't remember. This was like three years ago. <laughs> this yeah. was three years ago. You remember ago. at the live show, we were Sarah was reminiscing about the old Raisin Man. She said, I walked into the green room, someone was making out. And I said, who mm-hmm. was it? And she said, Moss. Oh, okay. Cool. What, but in an okay way, right? Or, yeah. Okay. It was, yeah, this was just like mise-en-scene, you yeah. know? It was just... I'm. We're all for Moss making out with someone. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Moss, you know, get go your, for it. Get your whatever you want to get from it. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I think that Paints the Raisin Man live show is a very cool, loose, fun event. Totally. Maybe should come back. An event that will never totally. happen again. And this is, this <laughs> is a podcast. People this making is out a podcast corner. you can make out to is ideally yeah, exactly. what we want you it to be. You throw this on and you just <laughs> exactly. start going You just, pump, it. You just yeah. pump and pump and pump. You're yeah, listening you to the podcast, but then the podcast starts listening to you. Damn. You know? <laughs> okay. All right. That's fucking enough. All right, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Raisin Man Arena.